when you know this trend with people asking their boyfriends and fathers how often they think about the roman empire and women are in shock that men think about the roman empire a lot <laughs> like like a lot and like some guys are like every time i see a straight road i think about the roman empire because you're like the roman empire right um this ad for me is my like the equivalent of my advertising roman empire i think about this ad maybe i'd say i could go once a week I don't know if you heard, but this podcast is now sponsored. So before we get into the episode, let me tell you about our sponsor. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more. Now on to the show. Hello. And welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane W. Brennan, joined as always by my colleague Aaron Chalk. And today is a very, very special episode. We are joined by the one and only Al Forn, comedian and impressionist. How's it going, Al? Hello, gents. How are we? Great to have you on. We've been trying to get you on for a little while now, but we, we finally got some things uh, to slot <laughs> yeah. together in your busy, busy <laughs> professional and personal life. Yeah, it's but mad. yeah, that's you, you nail on the head there. Professional and personal life—it's all just collided in the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> I'm I'm delighted to be to be on to um to talk about. Actually, it's a unique it's a unique uh, concept you have here with this podcast. You know, because obviously I went and watched a lot of ads that I loved over the years. You know, and it really brought me back. It's um it brings back a sense of nostalgia, I suppose. Yeah, we definitely get a lot of that in a sense because it's it's a thing. Um, I guess one of the reasons for us doing it was just well, during the pandemic we wanted to talk to each other about ads and we had to do a time yeah. slot. We had to schedule fun. We did justify um, it. <laughs> yeah to justify it to ourselves. But um, definitely we get a lot of that once people start thinking down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Because in their head they're like, oh, it's easy, and then they're like, oh wait, what? What about this one? And then once they start thinking about the ads, they start thinking about ones they love more. And then they want to do yeah. that one and do that one and do that one. Yeah. And also there's a there's a bit of I'm gonna be judged on this, so it better be the right one I pick. Yeah. <laughs> if someone described it as showing showing a room of people the your favorite type of music and just watching them. Yeah. <laughs> because if they don't like your favorite band, you're like, Oh, we can't be friends then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, I don't think we've ever had a guest uh, describe the podcast as, as unique. And Al, as he said that, it was like it reminded me of when there might be a bollocks in the village and someone goes, oh, he's a character though. So like, is unique another way of saying you have a weird podcast here, lads? Fair play, it's weird. I think but... it's neat. neat. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm one of thousands of Manchester United podcasts, you know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have some sort of niche thing about my podcast, but unfortunately I'm moan about my football club on a weekly basis. Oh, well, sure, we, won't talk, we won't talk about last weekend. No, 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 we won't, um, we won't get it. Though. But I'd say a lot of our audience now will know you from your podcasts, your, your viral videos, your impressions. Um, and most recently on the Netflix show <laughs> with the Furies <laughs> yes. that that everyone was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. it was like um it was like once upon a time in hollywood is like, when i saw you i was like that's a that's a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> yeah, I love that bit. <laughs> T- tell me how that came about. Did were you just with Tyson, or, or, yeah. or did you know, or what was the crack? That was recorded a year ago, um, in Wales. It was for one of the gigs I was doing with Tyson, um, and at that time there was one of the, you know, dozens of rumors over the past say five six years that he was gonna fight Joshua mm-hmm. um, and he just got his phone out and then he started prompting me to do a lot of different characters um, kind of not so much calling Anthony Joshua out but encouraging him to, yeah. to take the fight <laughs> and uh, yeah it just kind of like at that time when it was when it went online it went fairly viral as well yeah. um, and then it kind of it uh, got a bit of second wind with the at home with the Furies yeah. documentary, which was a smash hit. Great on show, Netflix. Loved yeah. It. yeah, yeah, it is. It it is. A, you know what? It's a good show, and he's he's an he's an interesting individual. He's um he's a great guy to have a conversation with. Mm. Uh, when he's on those tours, he is on a high. Um, he he is. He, he kind of he enjoys the. He enjoys the kind of the camaraderie around them, the team that's around them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much there's like, you know, people think, oh yeah, he goes on these tours and there's there's partying and stuff like that. There's actually none of that. Um, travel from city to city in the UK. Um, he wakes up at eight o'clock in the morning. He goes on a two mile run. Then he goes to the gym straight after. Then he has his breakfast in the hotel. Mm. So like, it's, it's interesting. But he obviously he came home from one of the tours and he was in one of his, um, his low moods. Yeah. And I, I, I have actually never seen that. I've mm. never seen him. No, I've never seen him at that level. Mm. No, it's definitely, it was a, it was an amazing documentary. I thought his wife Paris yeah. came across. She's a superwoman, isn't she? Oh, Saint. stop. You know, running yeah. that house. Like, and all I was watching with my wife and she was like, I, oh, like her and you could just see as the episodes go and then you saw it online like all women being like she i, I like her i like her a yeah, lot i like her and i was like good. oh she's gonna get a talk show i was like it's coming <laughs> <laughs> but uh no that was really cool it was cool to see you yeah. um they just have a they just had a seventh child there did they yeah the other day it was yesterday jesus yeah. and yeah. we think uh, we think we're bad al <laughs> are, we, are we going to see you uh, at, at home with the foreigns uh, anytime soon then <laughs> yeah possibly if you if you want to hear a child um manically fucking scream at alexa for four hours straight if it gets the ratings i don't care Al. Just yeah whatever the people ratings. want to watch whatever if you want to see a four-year-old child watch turbo on netflix on repeat <laughs> <laughs> absolutely groundbreaking stuff <laughs> oh amazing um well come here to me so we brought you you were kind enough to be a guest on the um on the podcast mm. because uh yeah. like everyone in the world you have some ads you do love we all have uh, oh, ads yeah. we hate but we don't talk about them um yeah. so uh <laughs> yeah ever we don't want to give them the airtime. <laughs> no <laughs> um no. So yeah, you brought three ads that you actually love to us. So what is yeah. the first ad you wanna you wanna show us, and then we can have a chat yeah. about it. The first ad is the Super Bowl and uh, 2014 Radio Shack commercial. Now Radio Shack, um, it's obviously it's not, it's it's it was it's solely a US, um, electronic store that I think it I think it went out of business. 
if I'm meant to believe it, it did go out of business. So but this kind of really like, worked for them then. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's their Curry's. It's their kind of Harvey Norman. Um, but it was yeah during the 2014 Super Bowl commercial and Radio Shack uh, was obviously founded in the 1980s, mm-hmm. and in that commercial, um, it's just pure chaos. You get all of these characters from the 80s making cameos in it. You have um. Hulk Hogan, you have um, your man from Twisted Sister, you have Alf, you have Chucky. Uh, it's just fantastic. And you have that song, um, Working for the Weekend. I yeah. forget the name of the artist that sings it, but it's a great tune. And it's just proper nostalgia, 80s vibes. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a great commercial. Perfect. Let's, uh, let's hey, give it a watch. <laughs> okay. What? The 80s called. They want their store back. <laughs> it's time for a new Radio Shack. Come see what's possible when we do things together. That is... That's a great ad. There's a few wrestlers in that. You've got, is it Norm from Cheers? Is it Norm, Norm for the... No, Cliff. Cliff. Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Yes, yes. And every single Pixar movie ever made, I believe. Yeah. He yes, voices yeah. in it. John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's um, that's class. I've never seen that. I've never seen that at all. And it, do you know what's funny? The minute you said to it, it said Radio Shack. I always think like Radio Shack is not out of place in like Stranger Things. I yeah. always know it as a pop culture reference. And as you said, it's in America. I don't know it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and this ad encapsulates that perfectly for me. Doesn't this it? Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. It kind of gets you sad because it, you think of the likes of Extra Vision. Yes, like that you when do. You see an ad like yeah. that, you know, and how special Extra Vision was. Oh, R.I.P. Extra Vision. Just a, an absolute classic that shop was. Yeah. Friday I used to work nights. in Extra Vision for a while. Did you? Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't allowed. Uh, I wasn't allowed to rent out the DVDs or anything to anyone. I would, oh, what? I was, I was, I was uh, forced into the corner of selling games. Uh, yeah. Which is all well and good, but when you're in a small town, the same teenagers come in every weekend. So like, you sell yeah. them a game one weekend. That's it. You're not making another sale till Christmas or someone's birthday. So well, it, yeah. it didn't go great, Alex. But that way. how many how many issues did you have of people renting DVDs and never bringing them back? I think they gave up. They didn't really care at that stage because it was it was already on the slide down. They're like, "All right, sure, at least it'll stop us with the we get disposal of them." <laughs> I bought I bought Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in Extra Vision in Malahide. Class. Yeah, was the extra vision in Malahide down by the Londis? Um, no, on... no, it was. There might have been one there. Now. Neve told me we were Years we were down ago. there, and she's. You can still see the yellow. The paint is coming off, and you can see the color. And I yeah. was like, "That's a great no, spot for an extra because vision." Because they moved it. To, they moved it to Main Street, Malahide. Oh, they moved right. it to where? Um, what's the name of the cafe? Uh, Taste of the Med. Taste it where Taste of the Med is. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Great, another great Jackie. location. They had some. Shout foot- out to Jackie in there. <laughs> <laughs> Business is going to be booming after this one launches. Yeah, well, you love <laughs> it. Um, that no, ad is. It, it's funny, like when uh, that ad. There's so much going on. It's kind of like okay, let's just let the ad play, and then 
it's one that you have to go and go back and pause and like skim through it yeah to, like to get all the references even the ones that yeah that you would get but even just look looking at alf and chucky and 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 all those like the money they must have spent on rights mm-hmm. for this oh, to have nice. them all jam-packed alf you have the dancing raisins you have chips. chucky twist yeah. sister chips oh the owl from um, Poseidon Adventure. What's the or Perseus? Or is, it La- is it Labyrinth? No. No, no, no. It's the owl yeah. from. Oh, what's that movie? Is it... What? What are the three things that Teen look like? Wolf, the DeLorean. I forget the wrestler who used to dress up like a sheriff. See, or the Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Yes, yes. Good yeah. memory. Oh, Sergeant yeah. Slaughter. There is some. There is some wonderful stuff there. Great one. That's a that's a really good one. Never seen it. I've never heard it before. Obviously, I've yeah. heard of Radio Shack, and uh, it's a shame that this ad killed them. <laughs> <laughs> they blew all their budget. Last they, roll of the dice. Yeah, they were like, "Fuck it, we got we got all this money." Um, they revamped all their stores, and now yeah. all their stores are probably Apple shops. So. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that was a that was a great entry. What is your second ad, Al? Oh, my second ad is the Nike two thousand and two World Cup ad. Okay, it's just uh, I don't need to say any more about that ad. Okay, let's let's Classic. throw it straight on here. Hidden from the world, twenty four elite players hold a secret tournament with eight teams and only one rule. Oscar wins. Oh, guys. 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 O
finale. When, you know this trend with people asking their boyfriends and fathers how often they think about the Roman Empire over the last two weeks? I don't know if you've seen that blow up. Uh, Aaron probably hasn't because he's not on any of those. Oh, things. I, I saw, think I've seen. I saw a little tweet about it. This is a huge thing. This is a huge thing. So essentially, wives, girlfriends, sisters, daughters are asking their husband, their male significant others, to be like, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" And women are in shock that men think about the Roman Empire a lot, <laughs> like, like a lot. And like some guys are like, "Every time I see a straight road, I think about the Roman Empire," because you're like the Roman Empire, right? Um, this ad for me is my like the equivalent of my advertising roman empire <laughs> i think about this ad maybe i'd say i could go once a week you know yeah. what i mean i just think anytime you hear a bit of elvis because for me it reminds me of a time because the so obviously you had france 98 you had euros in france as well in 2000 yeah. right <clears throat> then you went into japan korea 2002 you had yeah real madrid were building the galactos team you yeah know, the, 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 and like oh yeah the they were building that super team the first stage of the galactic yeah the, yeah the, with vigo the, and beckham and wasn't it all them Zidane, ronaldo, Zidane, ronaldo. it was insane right yeah so these the marketing machines behind football from 98 to 2002 had blown up nike yeah. then launched this whole scorpion brand right yeah a lot of it i always felt like was around or nine um, mm. You know that little symbol yeah. they had or whatever. Um, but this ad, I just like feel like in today this ad is impossible to make. It's an yeah, imp it because of the amount. Like you look, if you pause on that first frame where they list the three, all the three person player names, <laughs> and you're like, that'd be like they wouldn't be allowed. They wouldn't allowed these people in one room because it'd be worth a no. trillion dollars. <laughs> if yeah, someone blew it up, it'd be like no, that that's all the. The economy of football gone yeah. <laughs> but it's unbelievable that i fucking love that oh it's so good and it got you hyped for the yeah. world cup as well yeah um I, like it was every you know before every game at halftime obviously the the 30 seconds mm -hmm. or sometimes i don't know if they'd show the full one minute commercial they could yeah they, they could have the special buys where they, they, yeah they'd I think show where they would where they, they'd show it on rte or bbc um during the World Cup in 2002, but it was such a brilliant ad. And that song became a, a smash hit that summer as yeah. well because of that ad as well. So it was, um, yeah, phenomenal. Uh, I, I I did enjoy the one, the, the most recent one as well, the Nike one. I did like that one. What was the most recent one? Um, It obviously had oh, oh, Mbappe as the main protagonist in the ad, but it featured the likes of Ronaldo, then like, a CGI um, younger version of Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, or oh, yes. them all that, back. And yeah. I thought it was a very good ad. That actually was really cool where they were trying to like, was it? There was it was a time, a time travel? machine. 
yeah, yeah that actually was really cool but i think what's really interesting about that ad is like so much of that ad would have been shot of them individually like yeah. on green screens all around the world and just technologically yeah we can stitch it together and you wouldn't even notice whereas yeah, this ad, they put them all together yeah whereas this yeah. ad, yeah you had to have a lot of them together on the same day like the um i think the first one of nike doing these i think this was wk um creative agency was remember the airport well that was it yeah the it airport kinda, was it, the first one yeah it stemmed from from that ad yeah in the exactly. airport with the brazilian national team because yeah. there was a lot of like the talk i, I mean obviously was that was, 1998 that one that was, was that for that was for france 98 yeah okay yeah but brazil were like yeah. they were talking about this brazilian team as if it was the yeah you know the the second coming of you know the the brazil 70 team yeah and that was that was an 18 year old ronaldo yeah on that team yeah no but this yeah this ad i swear to god i think about it all the fucking time and it reminds me of that so i would have been 14 you lads would have been a little bit younger so mm. like it was around that time like i remember the i remember the, the silver ball the ball i remember yeah. tearing the leather off those <laughs> balls like playing on asphalt i remember the boots i remember the indoor boots i remember yeah. all the kit in lifestyle sport like it's like even the it, playground scenes that that's a goal was that's like, a goal. <laughs> anytime you score a goal, that'd be yeah. that'd be what everyone was shouting in the playground. Oh, it was so fucking good. It was um, so play good. World Cup as well on the green. Yeah, exactly. We, we just we flocked straight to the green after a, a game in the World Cup. You know, obviously yeah. the the Ireland games were huge, but I remember as a kid, you know, I was off school and you know they were showing the games throughout the days, and you know, it was just it was that, it was football fever at that time. Kids all breaking their arms for... trying to do the Robbie Keane tumble. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> we actually watched it in school. We watched that in school. Our, Germany, um, was it? Germany, Germany game. Yeah. It was on a Thursday. And our principal managed to get a big feckin' projector screen. He hired it and had the whole school watching it. it was I think I was at the dentist that day and it was actually before I went back to school. I got to see it. And I was like standing yeah. in the sitting room. You've kind of done something... Crazy very unusual there Al where you picked a long ad and Shane uh, Shane detests long ads because I always bring long ads and he gives out <laughs> to me uh, but Shane always brings sports apparel ads so you've combined or two types of ads into one ad which uh, Shane has not given out about that's that's quite a unique feat on this podcast so fair yeah, play but I just said this ad stands uniquely as like my Roman Empire. Like this is an ad. Like this is. I don't think there's many other sports apparel ads that I would. Uh, you know what I mean? Like this. This ad is just. Cantona is great in it. You have to, like his, his great in every ad. Cantona is unbelievable. Like, every what, ad is. Like we've so, shown a bunch of Cantona ads, and I only I was doing some archive and stuff the other day, and like the Park Life one where he's actually still playing from like mm. 2000 and like mm. he's just great and he's good at he's a great yeah. actor he's a great actor as well yeah yeah 100 100 he still brings he still brings that aura yeah to, to all the adverts never lost it because yeah. we never i feel like I, I i can i never i never really remember the end of his playing career and i just yeah. feel like he you know the way you see players hang around too long and they go into decline i just feel yeah. like cantona just was like i'm out <laughs> oh he yeah he went out in his own terms which was yeah you That's know amazing. you never see a footballer do that you never see a footballer retire in that in that manner yeah, and it yeah. broke ferguson's heart yeah. but um even even at that i know it's not an ad 
But like Liam Gallagher, you know, a staunch Manchester City fan. Yeah. Had Cantona in one of his music videos. Yeah. You know, so that that goes to show you, you know, he transcended, transcended everything. <laughs> yeah, the kind yeah. of guy you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's great. That, Fair play. That was a great ad. Yeah. Um, okay. So on to our next ad. Yeah. It's um, the old classic. Um, I hope nobody's a Grinch here. We're a couple of months <laughs> out. Um, Do a I wouldn't, if, if, if we were if we were recording this in the spring, I wouldn't be bringing this ad up. So don't worry. <laughs> it's the Budweiser. It's the classic Clydesdale Budweiser Christmas ad. Um, I think it's been going since the eighties. Okay, the late eighties, but it's great. Let's, Let's give it a watch. Holiday greetings from Budweiser. People who bring you Budweiser wish you and yours the very best of everything this holiday season. Now, there is an ad that is iconic, historic, referenced all the time in alcohol <clears throat> advertising, but I've never actually watched it. And I know it. I know the Clydesdales. I know the ad. I know the music, but yeah. I've never actually sat down and watched and it, watched it yeah. <laughs> as you just hear it you just walk by your television yeah. you know in your sitting room when you were a kid and you'd hear that music yeah you know it's such an insight into that i don't know older time in christmas advertising where it was obviously their concept is just bringing a, a christmas card to life here and mm. like uh, it's amazing how that stuff holds up and it's like it's like the guinness ad now you know the bong what the christmas guinness ad that's like oh. signifies the start of Christmas. Oh, you know? Yeah, this, yeah. I, I, I was, got, I'd probably, like, obviously the holidays are coming out, the Guinness ad. Yeah. I was looking at them and I was like, they definitely have covered those ads. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I just uh, took a shot at the, the Budweiser one. No, it's one, and like, I always think the, the retro cornflakes one is another one for me. Yeah. You know, I think that's a really strong one, goes under the radar, and it must yeah. be great. The brand must be delighted that, like, they don't have to make a new Christmas ad every year. It's transcended. Oh, that's <laughs> it, yeah. I, I think Coca Cola, up, they slightly update the, the holidays are coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> Every year. It's he, fabulous. Aaron, have you seen that? Have you? I, I I have seen it. It's been a long time since I've seen the full one. And mm. do, doing it in in this context, you're you're right, Jane. It's bringing the Christmas card to life, right? I, you yeah. get that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't help but like pretend it, like picture myself in the agency when they said, "And we're going to bring the Christmas card to life with the Clydesdales," and they're like, "Oh, lovely," and then they're like, "Okay, what will we do?" All right, we'll put a Christmas tree on it, and then the horses the horses will trot along. Okay, there's there's a minute now. We need to fill a minute. <laughs> so, like they just kept shooting and shooting and shooting. They just kept shooting. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's it's that picture. Whenever someone says the Clydesdales, it's the 
the close up of the hoof with the, mm-hmm. the white hair. That's what comes into my mind straight away. And they over the years they they they, they do it really well where they they link the two by that shot. Yeah. By having it lies ales. It could be in a Super Bowl ad, it could be just in the summer, even they have a summer version now where they're talking about wind power and sustainability and mm. all and all that crack but again that they tie it back at the start with the Clydesdales before they pull out and you see windmills and all that kind of crack so like as a symbol and a and a and a mascot it they they get serious mileage out of it pardon pardon yeah. the, the pun uh but like well, she is so when bud light had their problem with their marketing campaign and people stopped buying it mm. the, the first one they stitched together was like they pulled together an ad as quickly as possible with Clydesdales, the American flag. <laughs> and like, Yeah, they did. They came out with it that. like within three months. <clears throat> it was like Budweiser were like, oh God, we're getting punished here now for Bud Light. And they came out with one which was the American National Anthem solo on an electric guitar with Clydesdales. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God with like cowboys shaking hands. Yeah. They went, they made, uh, I think it was on that, Joe that Rogan. He covered ad. it. No, sure. no, 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 no. They made a. They made another, another one. one with an electric yeah, guitar. Joe, Joe Rogan covered it on his podcast. He was like, "Look <laughs> at that!" They literally just threw this thing out, and he. It's like it's it's, it's 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 the most <laughs> yeah. obvious. It was the most obvious ploy in the world. But to see, like as you said, Aaron, it's so iconic. Like the Clydesdales are so like we've covered. I think it was the Super Bowl two years ago. Was it? Um, what's that Boston beer? Um, Sam Adams. Adams Sam, Sam Adams, Adams did the mm. thing where the guy drinking Sam Adams like disconnects the Clydesdales and they all run off like it's so iconic that like it yeah. can be used by other brands by other to brands, try and yeah. capitalize on their competition yeah. um, and you know you're onto something serious when uh, when you're there and if you think like what I find crazy about Budweiser is Budweiser has like some iconic advertising like you've got yeah. Was Up You've got like the oh frogs, God, your yeah. Budweiser, you've got this. And like, you never look at the brand and think it's all over the place. You mm. just look at the brand and be like, that is an impressive back catalogue of like yeah. advertising. <laughs> yeah. Used to drink, 100%. used to drink Budweiser. That was that was my first beer. Is like yeah. my regular go-to. Bottles. Got me back on beer. Yeah. I think it's it, not Dutch gold there on. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. It, they didn't they have did. that down in. They didn't have that in balance over. That would have been awful. That would have been premium. They would have had those cans in his pub, and it would have been like seven euro a can. That's, yeah. a, that's a great ad, though. Fair play. We it's, it's about time someone brought that on. Yeah, I, now. we put that into the into yeah. the archive. When you sent it on, I was like, "Fuck me! How has this one not been shown?" That happens sometimes, <laughs> though. You're yeah. like, I think a lot of people think it has to be done, and then they. It's so they the don't music. Bring. The music yeah. for me yeah. is just so nostalgic. You know, I used to love it as a kid. You could even yeah. just play that music just on a, on a radio ad without even Budweiser if, if you weren't allowed, like, you know, when they went to a blackout market, yeah. Yeah. you could just play that and like just as a 60 second track <laughs> and then a, a, a can crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like saying to the advertising standards, prove I'm not cracking a non-alcoholic can. Prove it. <laughs> but um, no, they were they were three really, really good, uh, good selections. Al, thank you so much Cheers, for taking yeah. the time to, to pick them and bring them. Um, so yeah. from from your perspective as well, I think you, mm. apart from your comedy and impression and being a viral sensation and being friends with Tyson Fury and <laughs> and 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 podcasts and you a, a United yeah. fan, you also do um, voiceover and things like that for advertising yeah. work, don't you? 
Oh yeah, I've I've done a couple I did a couple of voiceovers the last few years. Um one of the main ones I did a few years ago was uh the Six Nations in twenty nineteen. It was the strong roots ad. Oh yeah. They yeah. had before the the games and um, I think did I do a, was it a royal it was a royal Nugent impression and then it was my normal kind of voice to yeah. go with it. So it was just those little fifteen second not even that, ten mm. second ads. Did they got Just great value the out of you started. there? Two voices for the price of one there. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the but it's great. It I was me and Aaron were only talking about voiceover work the other day, and it's great to have someone with versatility in their voice. Mm. Because mm. a lot of actors will go, Oh, I can do this or I can't do this. Whereas really you're yeah. just getting kind of different tone and pacing of their actual accent. Yeah. Right. Whereas yeah. um with you, you can actually you could be like, go a little bit Robert De Niro, but then tone it back and make it Dublin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you actually understand the cadence and breaking down of because an awful lot of voiceover or radio ads can be parodying stuff, mm. right? Yeah. So for you, you would be, a, I imagine, a creative agency's dream with regards to voiceover work. You know, I'm with Falconic. I've been with them a few years, and they're very good. Um, you know, they're and they've a great studio, and I've done some good stuff there Perfect. over the last couple of years. You know, um. But yeah, I mean, there is there's there's space there as well to incorporate the impressions into mm. these kind of campaigns. Um, I think Morgan Freeman has been done so much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> is he? Yeah, there is a line through him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for voiceover <clears throat> stuff. I think he's yeah. They've they've played that out too too much. And, sure. and David Attenborough as well, you know. Yeah. And who's who's your favorite impression you're doing at the minute for yourself? Who's the one that you <clears throat> like to 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 tranch out? The last um, the last few days, I've actually kind of been going uh, for the big Ange Postacoglu oh, impression yeah. and, and Mikel Arteta. So, uh, like, it's hard. But, you know, when you're talking like Arteta is very much like that and it's robotic and <laughs> you have to talk about, you know, the mentality of the team and it's a very uh, boring. And then, you know, when you're talking about big games, you know, it's very like that. <laughs> you know, strike to the point. You know, if the, if the guys don't play good football, you know, I'm going to smack them around and train them on Monday morning. So that's all right. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a direct quote from Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe him saying that. But, um, um, yeah. but uh, I know it's it's great. And then if uh, if brands or agencies want to get in contact with you directly, maybe not even for voiceover work, but it could be for anything else. How do they get in touch with you? Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's, I have my email. I have an agent in the UK, Hannah Layton Comedy. Uh, mm -hmm. She's with Intertalent Group. So if you want to get in touch with me with regards to brand work, she's yeah. the the one to go to. And her um her page is on is in my bio on my Instagram, um, okay. Al Foreign Comedy on Instagram, and you'll see Hannah's. Uh, name there for booking and general inquiries. Just as long Perfect. as they're not Morgan Freeman related or David Attenborough. Related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would. They go <laughs> into a spam folder. Talk, talk to Hannah then if it's not about one of those. <laughs> okay. Hundred percent. Amazing. That, well, thanks so much again, Al, for coming on. That's, um, that's great. Pleasure, lads. And if you were uh, listening to this and you want to see those ads, go to www.workwithfo/forward/slash. Um, podcast and if you are on something that can rate us or give us five stars we don't want any bad reviews none none um, be sound we'll be sound we'll take three, we'll take three, three we'll and take up three. okay three and up three, three out of five in bad three and up Literally, three so, and up yeah. and maybe like 
a lull comment maybe a yeah, lull comment yeah. not a not a like negative comment but we don't want you to do too much it's okay um <laughs> but anything anything uh you listeners can do to support the podcast would be much appreciated so on that note we will leave it there thank you so much everyone i love that ad is proudly sponsored by irs plus the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions if you have a media brief you need to speak to irs plus go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more